Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, I want to welcome all of you out there. Thank you for tapping in. While you're in, don't tap out. Pull up a chair. I invite you. Come on, grab a seat in the VIP room. This is Reverend Larry Pettiford. I'm so excited this day because the Bible says, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Go ahead and rejoice. I know it may look like things is upside down in your life right now, but be encouraged. Know that God is working on your behalf. Don't give up now. You're too close to a miracle. Amen. Hey, again, welcome. Do me a favor while you're here. Invite someone right now. You got time. We're on Spotify, iTunes, hopingthewordministry.com. Hey, I don't know if I invited you, giving you a ministry card, or you seen one somewhere, but however you got here, you're here. And you ought to thank God, because the Bible says, many are the plans of a man's heart, but the Lord directs his steps. So God directed your steps this day. I love to tell people, I may not be for everybody, but I'm for somebody. Amen? So that's why I always tell you to invite someone. But thank you for tapping in. Come on, pull up that chair. You in the VIP room with Reverend, Reverend Larry Pettiford, yours truly, amen. I believe I got something that will encourage you this day. Not gonna be long, just wanna take 15, 20 minutes to encourage you this day. Come on, come on, be encouraged. Live for Jesus, cause he died for you. Hey, this day I wanna talk about, uh, uh, what am I gonna do here? Let's see, let's go with uh, get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Think about that all this week as you hear this word from the living word of God this day. Get up, get up, get up, get up. The background reading is going to be in John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. That's John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. We love you. We worship you. We adore you. You've been good to us. Thank you, we can come to you in prayer. Not only do you hear us, but you answer us. So God, now, as I step back, I pray and ask that you would step forward. As I decrease, that you would increase. Don't let them hear me this day. Let them hear you. Holy Spirit of the living God, come. I welcome you. I need you. I can't do it without you. Speak through me. Father, heal, deliver, save, perform miracles in people's lives. Show up in a mighty way. Satan, we rebuke you. We bind you. You and your principalities, I command you in the name of Jesus, loosen those that are listening right now. You have no say-so in their lives. The blood of Christ is against you. So, Heavenly Father, move, touch, Speak to your people. Jesus, you said if you would be lifted up, you would draw all people to you. I lift you up right now, Christ. Thank you for drawing all men, women, children to you this day. In Jesus' name, I decree it. I declare it. It's established here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God. John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. Verse 1. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem 
I'm sorry, yeah. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool which in Aramaic is called Bethesda and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Verse 5, one who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Imagine that, folks. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. That day which this took place was a Sabbath. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Some scriptures say an angel would come down at a certain time and stir the water up. The first one in would be made well. I want you to think about that. See, you may be saying life is too hard. I've tried everything and nothing is working. I'm stuck and nothing is going to change. You may feel like your life is over and you don't want to keep on living like this. Stop it. Get up. I said, stop it. Get up. God has a plan for your life. You see in our text here in verse three, it says the Bible tells us there were a lot of sick people the blind, the lame, the paralyzed, waiting for the movement of the water. As I just said a minute ago, an angel would come down at a certain time and the first one in would be healed. But I want you to imagine with me a nursing home, overcrowded, understaffed, and you see the pool. How long would these people stay there? The Bible doesn't say who took them there, so how long would they stay there? Because verse 4 says, An angel would come down at a certain time and stir up the water, and whoever stepped in first was made well. I'm getting in the water first by any means necessary. No more excuses, no more complaining. I'm going to get up, get up, get up. That's what I'm talking about, get up. You've got to get up, whatever going on in your life. Don't just lay there and lick your wounds. Get on up. Get on up. See, I want you to think about this. To be made well, there must be something wrong with you. Mm. Okay, maybe you just skating on ice. Nothing's wrong with you. But to those of us that got issues, got things going on, you can't feel like you can put one shoe on at a time anymore feel like you don't know how you're going to make ends meet, how you're going to pay your bills, car getting ready to get repossessed, children giving you trouble. Get on up. That's who I'm talking to this day. That's why I said to be made well, there must be something wrong with you. 
This teaches us to take advantage of opportunities that may never come again. Get out. See, now a certain man was there who had who had a who was that had an infirmity, excuse me. A certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. He's not sick. He had an infirmity. Infirmity means a disease, a weakness. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. As I used to read that, read it fast, I'm thinking the man was sick. No, I said an infirmity. He just had some kind of disease or weakness. He didn't have cancer or or, or, or tumors. He he just had this disease, this weakness. He was basically crippled because the Bible tells us when the water was stirred by the angel, he couldn't get there. So whatever had him in that paralyzed condition. And then in verse 6, Jesus Ask the man, do you want to be made well? Man, that sounds like a crazy question. Like me asking you, do you want a million dollars? But Jesus asked the man, do you want to be made well? I believe that's what Christ is asking us today. Do we want to be made well? It's time for us to be made well. Get up, get up, get up. Jesus said, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? Seems like a surprising question. When Jesus asked someone who has been in that condition for 38 years, what about you? How long have you been in your condition? How long have you been addicted to drugs, alcohol, in a, in a fortification? How long have you been having suicidal thoughts? How long have you just been feeling hopelessness? Feel like nobody cares for you. How long, how long, how long have you been in that condition? If you just tapped in, I'm talking about get up, get up, get up. Don't have a lot of time. I just want to give you something to think about this week. Get up. No matter what you're facing. No matter how the devil's lying to you. Scrambling your brains like egg. Get up. Get up. Get up. God loves you. He don't want you to stay paralyzed. He don't want you to stay in that condition. With everything in you, get up. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Honestly, some people don't want to get well. Think about that. They want to have people baby them, have a pity party for them, enable them to stay in their condition. Poor me, little old me, take care of me. Come on, get up. God's got purpose for you. But that's why I say some people just don't want to get well. They love to have pity parties. They have a lot of excuses of why they can't and don't want to get well. Preach, Reverend, preach. Come on, come on, Reverend, preach. They just don't want to get well. That's why verse 7 said, The sick man answered Jesus. He said, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. That's not what Jesus asked him. He just said, do you want to be made well? The man could have just said, yeah. Christ is asking you, do you want to be made well? All you got to do is say, yeah, God, I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of having these thoughts. But the man is talking about, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool. When that angel comes down and stir the water, I don't have nobody to help me. Well, to me, I would have somehow rolled my little self down there so the next time the angel came, I would have just flopped in the pool. Anybody with me out there? 
Hallelujah. We got more excuses of why we can't do something than why we can. Let me come and get somebody. Looks like you're lost. Let me help you. Maybe this man used every resource he had to get well. I don't know. The Bible doesn't say so. I'm just trying to talk to you as we just sit here and rap a little bit. That's what we do when we depend on our own resources to, so to solve our own problems. Then we, then when they don't work, we whine and complain. Here to tell you, get up. Get up, get up, get up. See, we depend a lot on our own resources. Do what you can. Don't get me wrong. But God is there to help you. You got to get up. Verse 8 said, Jesus said to him, listen to this. Verse 8, Jesus said to him, John chapter 5, verse 8, come on. Jesus said to him, get up. Take up your bed and walk. Get up, somebody. Get up. See, it's time to get up and live for Christ. You've been stuck too long in unbelief. You've been stuck too long in worry. You've been stuck too long in worry. You've been stuck too long in doubt. You've been stuck too long in fear. Preach, black man. You've been stuck too long in drugs. You've been stuck too long in pornography. Come on, somebody, get up. You've been stuck too long in lying. Get up, get up, get up. You've been stuck too long at staying at home doing nothing. Come on, somebody, get up, get up, and be made well. Get on up. Get on up. Boy, that was quick, but it was heavy. It was strong. But get up. Look at the devil square in the eye with all the strength in you and say, devil, I'm getting up from this depression. I'm getting up. You're not going to make me kill myself. I bind that spirit of suicide from somebody right now. I bind that spirit of unbelief from somebody right now. I bind that spirit of poverty off somebody right now in the name of Christ. I bind cancer from somebody right now in the name of Jesus. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up, get up. God's got too much purpose for you. Get on up. Get up. Come on, somebody. Get up. You're here at the right time in the right place. God guided you here. Get on up. <clears throat> get up. Somebody needs to get up and give their life to Christ. You've been playing too long. It's not religion. It's a relationship with Jesus. Jesus is the only way to heaven. Get up. Give your life to him. I said Jesus is the only way to heaven. Get up and give your life to him. The Bible is God's truly word. Get up and start reading that thing. Get up and go to church. Get up and start giving to the church to help people. Get up. Get up. I ask you to say a prayer what we call for eternal life. It's not as much as the prayer, it's as much as you believing what you're praying and asking God by faith to come into your heart, save you from hell. Hell is real. Get up. Don't get there and find out that now it's too late to get up. There's no exits in hell. The devil is a liar. Live for Jesus because he died for you. Say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, shed his blood on the cross 
and died for my sins. And now I want to turn from my sins. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I invite Jesus Christ, come on, invite him, to come into my life as my personal Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Help me understand your word when I read it. Guide me to a Bible-believing, preaching, teaching church that I can grow with you. Help me to get up and stand strong. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. Amen. 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 Romans 10, 9 says this. Check it out. That of you, you, you that are listening, things you got to do, which I believe you just did, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. You will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from that hell I'm telling you about. Live for Jesus. Tell someone you gave your life to Christ. The Bible says, where Christ says, if you deny me before man, I'll deny you before my Father in heaven. So you can't be a secret agent Christian. You got to let people know, be proud and loud. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he did give his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Yes. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the sub button, the like button. Share this with someone else. Go to our website, hopeinthewordministry.com. Hit on contact. Let me know that you gave your life to Christ. Send me a prayer request. Keep in touch with the red. Shout out to me. Let me know what you're doing. Remember this. Don't quit. There's hope. A miracle is waiting for you. You keep the faith. I'll holler at you.